What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. Okay, uh, what's going on, guys? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. And this week, we have the man behind the scenes, the heartbeat of this podcast, Josh Teckle, the editor and producer. Uh, Josh, how you doing today? I'm good, bro. What's up with you? Nothing. I'm just going through break, trying to you know scave off boredom here in my house. But uh, other than that, nothing much. So let's just dive right into it. So obviously. You know everything there is to know about this podcast, and you know the name of it, Fit Check. So why don't you hit us with uh, what you're wearing today? Word. All right. So um, as far as shirts go, I'm I'm wearing a nice, comfy Ralph Lauren t-shirt. Uh, I actually have a crap ton of these t-shirts. Um, it just it just I'm really simple as far as what I'm wearing. So I got a brown Ralph Lauren t-shirt. It looks brown from a distance, but if you if if you're actually here in person looking at it, it looks like it's a mixture of uh, light brown, dark brown, a little bit of black, gray. It almost has that, gives it a texture or a pattern, kind of like with, um, what's it called? Like charcoal gray suits and pants and mm-hmm. things like that. You know how it's not yeah. really solid gray. It's a bunch of different like other colors meshed together. It almost looks like it has a wool texture to it. Mm-hmm. Heather, I think is what it's called. Is that what it Heather is? Gray. Okay, I, I think so. I can't figure it out, but but that's what this texture is like. It's not really solid brown unless you're like standing at a distance. So I have a few shirts like that. So I like because I like if you, it, as you as I talk more about the clothes I wear, you'll notice that or just see me in general. I wear a lot of solid colored, mm-hmm. uh, simple shirts and, and and pants. So like anything that gives color texture to it without it actually being like multiple colors, then then I'm down with that. So I got this brown Ralph Lauren t-shirt, really comfy, and uh, these fitted pants. I think they're chinos is what you call them, but they're they're like a really dark tan, almost almost mm-hmm. almost brown looking. So Yeah. So khakis. Khakis. Yeah. Well yeah. Khaki colored chinos. <laughs> yeah. They're really dark though. I don't know if you can tell, but they're not yeah. like light 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 khaki so so it's mm. it's funny i got the brown on brown looking like a a, a pinto bean here so so <laughs> i didn't i didn't plan on combining these colors together but it works out fine and yeah, happens on the feet i got these um i'm real crazy about socks i got lots of crazy looking socks so i got these orange socks with pineapples on them that that i really like i can't remember where i got them but i have a drawer full of nothing but Socks. socks yeah a drawer full of oh. nothing but just like either rib socks dress socks um all kinds of different colors and patterns like uh i got some with these teal socks with flamingos on them i got these blue socks with with rose petals or not rose petals but actual rosebuds and then the stems kind of vine around the rest of the socks so it's mm. got a little bit of like blue purple green and things like that so so as i as i if we ever actually get a chance to see each other in person you'll see like all the different kinds of socks i have with over time but i got some orange 
orange socks, pineapples all over them, and these kicks. They're my favorite sneakers. They're uh, they're Asics, but mm-hmm. they're not what you think when you think Asics. Asics, I th- think you know they're they're known as these you know athletic wear tennis shoes, running shoes type of things. But these are like sneakers, like everyday sneakers. Yeah, and I don't I don't know how. I came across them, but apparently brands like to do this thing where they do a collab with a designer or they pair up with like somebody who has some, you know, unique taste and they Mm -hmm. do a line of shoes or whatever type of clothing that's specific to that designer. So this guy's name is Onisuka Tiger. I think he's, I I can't remember what nationality Uh, is. That's not, um, I, I used to wear that. It's, I don't think it's a collab i think it's just another line of sneakers that they have because like asics obviously has like the running shoes that are like more performance yeah. oriented and then their other line of like yeah. sneakers that's the onitsuka tigers is what you're wearing. yeah yeah it's nice that you know what i'm talking about because most people who like comment on my kicks they don't know because they're they're surprised that they're asics and they don't know that it's a different line altogether like they have their own separate website their own separate marketing i'm actually signed up to his newsletter so i get updates now he actually started doing clothes i think last year um but i was i was following his 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 stuff since maybe like four five years ago so he just recently started doing clothes and boots and all kinds of stuff but his sneaker collection is is crazy there's a ton of them but anyway i got a pair that can kind of work with everything i wear so it's definitely multicolored it's mostly white uh, and it's got like a bunch of this is like different leather uppers, so it's got brown in it. This the laces are a dark olive green. A lot of then, brown today, Josh. Yeah, man. Well, it's just a touch of brown. I couldn't do too much brown, but no. I got brown on the uppers, and the laces are like an olive green. But the shoe is mostly white, and uh, and then the actual Asics emblem is blue and red so like i like to do sneak if i if, i usually carry one pair of everyday sneakers but i don't like doing the solid white or the solid brown or not brown see you got me thinking brown no. so <laughs> solid white or solid black yeah just you know so they match with everything so i just thought let me just get a sneaker with a bunch of different colors <clears throat> so that it doesn't look terrible if i wear it with you know a plain plain solid colored t-shirt or or pants so mm-hmm. you can't the people can't see but here's what it looks like right here so oh, those are actually sick pretty yeah, much those are cool. yeah and uh this is a difficult part about doing a, a fashion podcast to, you know it's a visual thing through a <laughs> audio medium yeah. it's kind of tough yeah maybe we'll um, put a well, maybe we'll put a link in the description to see what i'm talking about or a pic on the instagram yeah. but i yeah, just it'll be on the instagram yeah, but I always like to buy one pair of everyday sneakers where I can just wear it with whatever I want because I don't like thinking too much about what I'm going to match up as long as it's comfy and I know it works. So I'm wearing a, uh, what is this, a thrifted like collared flannel type thing. Uh, super basic, super comfy. It's a little oversized, but I tucked the, tucked the sleeves in or I rolled them back just so they could fit a little bit better. And then pretty normal white, uh, t-shirt tucked into some black Levi jeans. So just pretty basic. And then obviously a beanie on top since it is a little bit colder today where I'm at. So um, pretty basic for today. But um, 
I mean, yeah, I'm pretty much. What are you? What, what's on the feet? Oh, I'm I'm not wearing shoes since I'm not leaving my house today, so I'm just like chilling. But yeah, since you said like you like to kind of not think about uh, what you're gonna wear for that day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I'm pretty much the complete opposite. I love like the highlight of the morning is like picking out what I'm gonna wear. Um, so this is what I wanted to talk to you about, like, um, kind of getting some. Like, would you say you're like into clothes or like not super into them? I think I am into clothes. I just try to make it as simple a process for me as possible without looking mm-hmm. like I don't care, you know, because <laughs> I did care a lot growing up, especially mm-hmm. in middle school um, and in high school when I started getting attention for it. I wasn't trying to, but once I started getting attention to it, uh, attention for it, I started like really, really kind of fishing for that which is not healthy but that's what I was doing so I think by the time I got to college I was over it because I quit trying to dress for approval and just cared more about what I what I actually enjoyed wearing and mm-hmm. I found out what I actually enjoyed wearing was stuff that was just comfortable and easy to wear but could still be I could still be expressive and the only kind of way I wanted to be expressive was just with the colors so I try to try to do that with the colors and just let the comfort do the rest so so yeah i i care just to an extent so to an extent yeah yeah i mean i feel like that's what most people like look for when they're when they're shopping is like it's not really about the the i mean obviously it's about the look but it's not really about um the brand per se it's more of like you know, does it make me feel comfortable? Am I comfortable in this? And do I look good in it? Is like I feel like the three main boxes that pretty much everyone ticks off when they're when they're shopping for clothes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's when I when I'm out there shopping, I I care more about how's it gonna feel and how long it's gonna last. Cause cause I'm I'm really I'm really I don't thrift, but I don't like spending too much money on clothes unless I know it's gonna last. So shirts. I don't like spending more than maybe 20 bucks on a t-shirt because I like t-shirts. I don't really wear polos anymore unless I'm going to work. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like t-shirts and usually these, these Ralph Lauren t-shirts run about 15, 20 bucks and that's the most I'll pay for a shirt. And then the only time I'll actually drop some cash is probably on the sneakers because I know I'll run into the ground and I know that's the part where I actually kind of care about people not what they think, but if, if there's anything I want them to notice, at least the kicks I wear. So I'll, I'll drop a little bit of extra cash on on the kicks and, 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 and pants. Pants are, I need quality pants because yeah. I'll run through some pants. Pants are important. Pants are probably, arguably the most important part of the outfit for me, just because like they're kind of, they're like the biggest thing that you wear, obviously. Yeah. Like, um, so if you're wearing something like your pants don't really you know, match everything else or like kind of fit the the whole aesthetic of the entire outfit, it can throw everything off. And that's kind of like, for me personally, like I always start the outfit like pants and then I do everything else, like pants first, then shirt, then whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, so pants are really important. Um, I do that too. I start with the pants. Is that what you do yeah. with your jeans, with the Levi's? Yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't really, I don't really venture off from like the classic, like light wash denim or like maybe some black, like the ones I'm wearing right now are like black corduroy. The only thing I'll kind of experiment with is like the material. Yeah. Um, so like I'll just keep to like, keep, keep the pants to like light wash denim or like 
blue jeans, like whatever, and then um, like black or white, and that's pretty much all I do. And like khaki, obviously, is a classic, but just things that you can't really mess up. Yeah, for the pants. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like you said you had on black corduroy. Is that what you said? Yes, black black corduroy. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I've I've had corduroy pants before. I haven't. They're warm as heck. They are really yeah. I mean, warm. once you break in corduroy, like it'll it'll turn into sweatpants. Like I could probably sleep in these right now. Yeah. Um, but and, um, and the flannel and the flannel is that corduroy too that you said you had on? This is not corduroy. This is like a. Uh, I have no idea what it is. I think it's like washed cotton. I have no clue. It's thick um, though, right? It's it looks like it'd be thick, but it's actually like surprisingly thin. Um if it was thicker, I'd probably just wear it by itself. That's why I have the shirt on underneath, but yeah. Whatever. Happens. Speaking of speaking of jeans, I just remembered first of all, shout out to Colleen with the great interview last episode. Um mm-hmm. but she mentioned something about uh recycling jeans. Uh she thought she she said something about gap having this program where you turn in jeans and recycle them for housing insulation. And yeah. She wasn't sure. So I looked it up for her and found out it wasn't Gap. It was, just for the listeners, it was Levi and Madewell is, is Madewell the two brands. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of Madewell. I've heard of Levi's. Actually, Levi's are the only pair of jeans I own. So, but But yeah, you turn those in and I don't know how you do it. I guess you do it at the shop or something. And I think they give you a discount too. Um, oh really? But apparently, a lot of stores they will incentivize you uh, donating your jeans or denim. And I think I think it was Levi. One of the stores that said they didn't care what brand you brought in as long as it was denim, they'll take it, um, and then they'll give you some kind of store discount, which I didn't know. But I know for sure mm. Madewell and Levi's were uh, the ones that actually use them reuse them for insulation so so just a quick side note there for anyone who listened to the last episode so they don't get things confused gap is cool yeah. they had a program for denim but it's it was something about clean water use or something it didn't have anything to do with uh insulation but they're all trying yeah. i mean yeah as long as they're trying like in trying to re- reduce their carbon footprints uh, i think it's a good thing um yeah anyways so josh obviously not I would say I'm probably more into clothes than you are. So I would just want to get your take on like, like what do you think of people like me who kind of probably spend way too much time thinking <laughs> about clothes and probably spend way too much money on clothes that they only wear a few times? Like what's what's your take on that whole that whole orbit? You think you think we judge you super hard? I mean, I'm not saying people <laughs> judge me, but they definitely like I mean, they asked me, like, why would you spend that much money on a thing you could get at, like, Target or, like, oh, like okay. you know, All Old right. Navy or something like that? All right. Well, I actually don't know how much you spend. Give me, give me, give me an idea as far as what you spend. Because for me, expensive for me, like a pair of pants, 80, 90 bucks is about the most I'll pay for a pair of pants. And that's, like, max. But I know mm-hmm. I'll wear them. I'll, I'll, like, all the pairs of pants I've paid at least $80, $90 for, they've lasted me two, three years. At least mm-hmm. at least two, three years. And I don't throw them away until like the threads come undone or like I can't get them hemmed, you know, rehemmed or something like that. Um, but but yeah, that's about as expensive as I'll go. And then shoes were the, are the only things where I'll, where I'll break 
a hundred bucks shoes and jackets because i know those mm-hmm. will last yeah so give me an idea and then i'll tell you whether i judge you or not <laughs> i mean depends on the piece i guess like what like for like for a shirt yeah what i would i would spend it depends like i don't know because a lot of my shirts are thrifted so it's like max is like five dollars but they look cool mm-hmm. but if it's like of like because i know that um What's the brand? Noah New York has really cool t-shirts, like super high quality stuff that looks really cool. And um, what's another one? Online Ceramics is another cool brand that I really like that makes like super trippy, like visuals, like super, like almost Grateful Dead inspired type stuff. And those mm-hmm. shirts are like 90 bucks just because they're like one of one, like super cool. Like the you own, you own that shirt and you're the only person who's ever going to own that shirt because they make them one of one. And they release like 20 at a time. So they're super, super, you know, rare, I guess. And they look really cool. But I've never bought one and I really want to. What's it called again? I have again? bought uh, Online Ceramics. Online Ceramics. So they make these like collectors, one of one t-shirts with limited yeah. availability for mm. $90. Yeah. And it's, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I, I can't justify spending $90 on a t-shirt, but... I think I would spend $90 on that t-shirt just to like, cause they look super cool and I, it definitely, I could definitely see myself wearing it, but mm-hmm. like 90, 90 bucks for a t-shirt is, is ridiculous, but yeah, <laughs> I think I would pull the trigger if I, if I had the chance to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if I wouldn't judge you for that one purchase, but it's like, if that ends up being your taste where you just end up dropping $90 cause you keep hearing about shirts that are exclusive for for that you know time period then 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 maybe but i mean i'm just gonna let you be you and then i generally <laughs> like most people i just let people just do them and i don't really try to judge them for it um unless they want to ask for my opinion like you are but i mean mm-hmm. i've made purchases like that too where i've i've the polos that's why i don't wear polos man i have all these crazy expensive polos i got you know a few years back like freaking southern tide and um i think it's peter millar i had this game day shirt it's oh yeah peter Miller. yeah yeah peter miller game day shirt all the polos are the only tops where i paid money like that and they lasted but i kind of grew out of the whole like it was mm-hmm. they were striped polo they were great quality they were great quality shirts but it's like i just don't i don't care much for polos anymore and that's the only time where i justified buying a uh, ninety dollars shirt was because it, it I could wear it casually or I could wear it for dress or whatever too or like mm-hmm. I said game day and things like that so yeah um so it's not like I haven't been there but what did you say you might you owned or you did actually purchase because you're talking um, about- so the uh, what is it Noah New York is a is um it's a fashion house in New from New York based out of New York City um and they make like just really good like essentials like t-shirts and stuff um and it's it's kind of based off of like like almost like surfwear almost because they they used to be a surf brand out in california and then they rebranded to like this super like nice essentials brand and their t-shirts are like 50 60 bucks but they'll last like i know people who have them um who i talk to like in these little communities that i'm a part of like and they've had them for like six years without any signs of wear, like washing them like a million times and they're good. 
Mm. Um, and they look really cool too, obviously. So I think I could justify like 60 bucks in a t-shirt if it lasts for like, you know, six, seven years like these people's are, but mm-hmm. I agree. So is that, is that a shirt you ha- you own? You, you purchased one of those? I, yeah, I purchased it and then I never wore it. So I sold it again. <laughs> so I, I don't have it in my possession, but I yeah. used to own them. I used to own one. <laughs> yeah. And did but, it, did it live up to its, to its hype? Like when you washed it and stuff, did it maintain, did it, did it shrink or that's my thing too. If I'm purchasing these kind of shirts, they better not shrink. Cause I've had, I have an awful history with shirts shrinking. Whenever, yeah. I mean, whenever. yeah. I'm, I mean, I do too. Especially like living in like dorms and like apartments, like the washers and dryers aren't really, yeah, you know that great. So every there's bound to be some messes. But yeah, I mean it didn't shrink, held its shape, and um, probably still fits me. But I obviously don't have it anymore. But yeah, yeah, well, that's good. That's why I like these these Ralph Lauren shirts because I don't know. It's it's kind of inconsistent. Some of these shirts they're more relaxed fit and they don't shrink at all when you wash them. But I've had some other ones. They all say they're 100% cotton, but I've had some other Ralph Lauren shirts that they feel different and then they shrink a crap ton when you when you wear them. So so I don't really know. I keep buying them because, like I said, I'll, the $15, $20 price tag for such a simple shirt that lasts a while is, is my thing. But sometimes I've bought a, a pair. I mean, I've bought a couple that just end up shrinking really bad. But mm-hmm. But yeah, it's all about, you know, like you said, getting them to last and getting your money's worth. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, I think the reason why those t-shirts were so expensive was obviously the material was like fantastic. Like it was a hundred percent like natural material and it was like super durable type stuff and the designs, especially on like the online ceramics one were super, super crazy. And they, they hand did it. It's not like a screen print or like an embroidery. It was like hand, handmade, like super crazy high quality. So I think I, I I might be able to justify a $90 t-shirt from them, but like the Noah one that was like 50 bucks was like, it was, it just said like Noah New York, like right on the, on the left breast. And that was like it, but it was embroidered. So it was like, whatever. Okay. Okay. That's kind of cool. You can see the quality in that. I was just about to ask you, is there like a large print on the front of it? Cause you can't buy cheap shirts with large prints. Cause if it's cheap, chances are that print or whatever that is, is going to wash off or peel off or something. Mm. So that's yeah. another reason why I can't buy <laughs> large print shirts because mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not dealing with stuff chipping away and things like that when you wash them. So yeah, I mean, I also feel like if you're buying a a large print T-shirt that is it, the print is literally just like the logo of the brand. Yeah. I feel like you're you're buying it more for the brand and not the actual like material and how it looks. I feel like you just want to flex that you own this brand. Yeah, um, unless the brand can can look cool. I mean, I don't care much. I don't, I mean, Nike is obviously a household brand and I've seen, you know, the all black uh, sweaters with the white Nike emblem in the middle. I guess that's cool. I mean, I like, if I'm going to buy something with a giant brand on it, just for appeal, I think I like uh, Puma or Adidas. I just like the way those brands, if I were to buy a shirt with a giant brand on it, I would probably do Puma or, or Adidas, but yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying with the large print. Uh, I mean, for that, whenever like the large print T-shirts always irk me because I always see people who are trying to like get into like, you know, fashion, like trying to like dress themselves better, and they always go for like 
the super hyped up like brands like like Nike, Adidas, Puma, or like some maybe it's like some more obscure stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's it's always 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 gonna be like a super large logo print on the front of a shirt or like the back of a jacket or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always say like if you're trying to get into fashion, like don't don't go for the brands immediately. Like start experimenting with like different like cuts of shirts and different cuts of pants and different like cuts of jackets it's just to like see how everything fits on you and then once you figure out like what you like and what you think looks good on you then try and find brands that you know try like fit that aesthetic and like have those cuts that look good on you um that's hard and then you can start really really yeah it's super hard and that's why it takes so long to kind of develop a personal style um it takes time when, it does it does it does um i mean but yeah, once you start finding those brands that you really like and you can kind of rely on to make cuts of jackets, cuts of shirts, or like pants that fit you really well, you can start ex- you can start really experimenting with like different designs on the jackets and the shirts and the pants yeah. and start really like, you know, freaking it a little bit and start getting out of your comfort zone, which I think is <laughs> yeah. a good thing. Freak it, man. What was what was what were some of the fits you've tried that you were realized didn't work for you? And as you kind of figured out cuts and fits and things like that, or what um, were things that you enjoyed before that you don't really enjoy now? Like you said, I think you said you're in the baggy, 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 baggy fits now. Was that always mm-hmm. a thing for you or did it, did it, did it transition from it, something else? It, uh, it was, I'm trying to think my memory. Oh no, I remember now. So like, I think it was like freshman year of college or like senior year of high school. Um, I would, I would, I would wear like stuff that was like slimmer because I knew I was like skinnier and I thought like, oh, I'm skinny. I have to wear like skinnier stuff. Yeah. Not the case at all. And then I, I bought one shirt online that turned out to be the wrong size. I bought a large instead of a medium mm-hmm. because I thought it like sized down instead it was like. And so I bought a large because I thought it would fit like a medium, but it didn't size down at all. And it was, it ended up being this huge shirt. And I started wearing that around and everyone was, I started getting compliments. I was like, yo, where'd you get that shirt? It looks really good on you. And I was like, maybe this oversized stuff is like cool. And so I started buying more, more, more shirts and more jackets that are like kind of oversized and a little bit baggy. Um, and I found out that like, I, I look, I think I look really good in them and it makes you feel good and I'm comfortable in it. So yeah. I started going more towards like, oversized shirts oversized jackets and like kind of baggier pants um and then tying it all together with like a classic pair of sneakers is kind of what i'm into now okay cool cool i gotta see that man i can't tell we've only met we've only met through zoom yeah. so i can only see you from your from your chest up so i don't really yeah. know what what this look you're talking about is i've seen like guys where the who are fairly kind of tall and fairly skinny do the fitted pants and then the kind of oversized shirt. And I thought that's what you meant, but I didn't know you were going baggy from head to toe. Oh so. no. Yeah, no, it's, it's baggy head to toe. I feel like, uh, but the, okay. the, um, I mean, that's what I mean. Like with experimenting with like different fits, like obviously the, the big shirt, like slimmer pants is, is a good look for anyone. Um, yeah, I think it's a classic. You can't really go wrong with that. And I mean, that's kind of what I mean when I say like, start experimenting with like different, different fits of pants and different fits of shirts to kind of see what, what you, what you yeah. rock with, you know? And then you, from there you can kind of start finding brands or whatever. 
Um, but yeah, that's how I kind of got into my own personal style was just like on accident, Figure honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny you say that because I had an accidental experience too with kicks. That's how I get introduced into kicks. So um, how do I want to put this? I started wearing, caring about the shoes I wore. So I came into middle school uh, wearing whatever my parents bought me. So my they didn't thrift, but they were real stingy about how much money they'd pay for me to, uh, as far as like clothes go, how much money they'll budget aside for my new clothes for school, like every year. Cause my birthday was right before school started. So they just, which sucked, but they, they, mm. they made my birthday present, my back to school clothes present and all that crap too. Yeah, so the classic so, two for one. Yeah. So I was really resentful about that. But anyway, my mom worked at Walmart. So she, I hated this, but she got all my clothes from Walmart. This was before I had money to buy for myself. And my dad worked at the mall, the Westgate Mall over in, this is when we we're in Spartanburg. And mm-hmm. he had a jewelry store there. Jewelry store there, So that was the only time I could like, they, they would be willing to splurge a little bit on my outfit is they'd let me get whatever kicks I want from the mall. So that's what I, all I cared about because that's where I had say over what I wore. So So we went to the store and... But the only rule was it had to be either solid white or solid black because <laughs> then then I could just wear it with whatever I want. So they weren't playing around. They wouldn't let me wear like red shoes or anything like that. So I got these pair of high top Nikes. They were all black. I just knew they were basketball shoes. And then mm-hmm. I wore them to, to, to school. I think this was sixth grade. And I wore them to gym class. And and then everyone started looking at my shoes and they were said, oh, snap, Josh got the new Hirachis. And uh, they were the, I, wait, I don't know what year is this. I was like 13. It was like the first year that Hirachi, because Hirachi came out in 91, but mm-hmm. no one really knew they, what it, yeah. no one really knew what it, what it, it didn't blow up because it was just such a weird looking shoe. Mm-hmm. And then Kobe partnered with them, and it was like the first year that Kobe is like the Nike Air Zoom Kobe Hirachis or whatever. It was yeah. the first year they partnered with Kobe and had their own line of Hirachis through Kobe. I had no idea. I didn't know what. <laughs> I just thought they. I knew they were solid black, and they looked cool, and they went with everything. So everyone started like pointing out my shoes and asked me where did I get them, what they were, and I didn't want to act like I didn't know what I was talking about. So I just like you mm-hmm. know went along with it. But yeah. but like yeah, everyone everyone realized. Well, word quickly spread, and then I liked the attention it got me. So I kind of like started paying more attention to shoes and basketball yeah. shoes and and what like I didn't know there were actual names and and athletes and you know famous people tied to to sneakers and shoes. So that's kind of how my journey started. Just people pointing out like the actual cool shoes I had, and and I just. It just took off from there. Mm-hmm. Both of our stories, like getting into kind of like personal style, are pretty similar because both on accident, and then we got attention from it, and then it was like, oh, like I could, I could start like paying more attention to this, and maybe getting some more compliments from people, like, yeah, you know, and and that's, I didn't really, I didn't really care about. I they were pretty plain looking to me. The first, the first line of Kobe Hirachis, and then the second line, they were plain looking, but I got them anyway because. They were an easy shoe to match with everything, and they were kind of comfy. And then now, Hirachis, they look nothing like that now. Hirachis are crazy yeah. looking now. Um, well, because like, well, like you said, like they came out in 91. No one liked them. And then they came out again 
um, like the original one, like in 2014, I think. And then they knocked down the price from what it was in 91. And then everyone was like, oh my God, these shoes are super comfortable and they're cheap. Like I have to get these. And then everyone, I remember everyone in middle school had a pair. Um, yeah. They're so wild looking and I never got those. Those are so wild looking to me. The Kobe mm-hmm. ones, they're more tapered down and more easily accessible to the eye. Like they look like an average, very basic average like now mm-hmm. compared to like the LeBrons and the KDs that are out now. Those Hirachis look like a very basic basketball shoe, but yeah. those are the only Hirachis I wore. The actual original Hirachis and the ones that are out now that you're talking about, those things look wild and I never really bought a pair of those yeah did you no i didn't uh i i don't even remember what shoes i was wearing in like middle school i think it was like mostly like vans i think just because like i don't know it was just always how did you me how did you didn't you say you got into fashion by getting into sneakers or something like that and then i thought you mentioned you told me a story about you really getting into fashion by first like getting really into shoes or something along that and then people got onto yeezys and then Mm -hmm. you kind of dropped it for a while how did that start yeah so like in i want to say 2015 like 2014 2015 i was like really into sneakers um again i didn't have i was like 13 14 so i didn't really have any money to buy the sneakers i just like looking at them on like online blogs and like you know, highest nobody and like sneaker freak or mag were like my my stuff back then. And so I looked at that a lot. I kept up with like every new release. And then um 2016 hits and then Kanye drops his Adidas Yeezys, like the Turtle Dove 350s. I still remember them to this day. I remember the day they dropped. And then like a month later, um a bunch of fakes got made and then everyone in high school had them and i was like okay people are getting into sneakers like and i used to be like the guy like i used to be into sneakers like the only one in my friend group who was into stuff like that and then everyone once the easy drop was like i love sneakers i was like okay like this sucks i gotta get out of it like it's too mainstream now (laughs) and i was like i'm i'm too cool for this uh no not really but um so i got out of it for like two years and then like 2018 hits i'm like 17 and then um what got me into it was I think it was like this sucks to say now, but I think it was like Supreme getting big in mm-hmm. 2016 or 2017 or no, 2018. My bad. Yeah, 2018 Supreme started getting big with like um like kids my age, like 16, 17 year olds. And I was like, this is like super cool. And then I kind of realized that like people were only buying it for like only because it was Supreme and I didn't like that. And so I was like, what are some other brands that make the same stuff like Supreme um, that aren't Supreme? And that's what kind of got me into like no New York online ceramics and all these brands that I still like love today um, Mm -hmm. that just make like really cool kind of interesting looking like pieces. Um, And then from there, like it just kind of grew into this like little hobby that I have. And now obviously it's, it's become a, a pretty pretty big part of my life like i'm not saying my whole world revolves around clothes but it's i definitely still read a ton of blogs just to like keep up with it and stuff yeah yeah so that's cool so you started out as a hype beast kind of you were all into the brands (laughs) yeah and yeah that's why i said it like sucks to say it was like i was a total hype beast but i didn't buy anything again because i didn't have any money to all right so what were you saying before we 
technical uh, difficulties? Yeah, I think we were just reaching, re- referring back to how you started, and uh, you made the same mistakes that a lot of people, you know, make when when they first start out, is they get into what's popular, the brand names, and then the cosigns with with the 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 rappers and the and the basketball players. So like, you know, Trace back then it'd be like Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady, and who were the rappers back then in the early two thousands nineties that had the because it wasn't ASAP Rocky. He wasn't out yet, but ASAP Rocky's mm-hmm. that, that dude. Now. It was like, what was it? Like Lil Wayne, maybe? I don't even know. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye was really into fashion. I know, Kanye. I know you 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 have some animosity towards the Yeezys, but Kanye, he was trying to get into fashion when he first started rapping because he had a failed attempt called Pastel. I don't know if you heard of that. Yeah. But yeah. He, dude, Pastel is insane now. It is? Like, if you have a Pastel piece, it, it'll sell for like five grand. I, I swear. I didn't know that. But yeah. Kanye wanted to get in fashion since day one. First, you know, he yeah. he had that producing stuff down from the jump, and he always had ambition to be a rapper at the same time. He wanted to be a, a fa- have his own fashion line and stuff like that, too. So, so all that stuff, all that stuff really was what uh, attracted, you know, newbies like me and you when we started out to want to be more into fashion. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I think I kind of see now why people when they start they they do the big logo stuff and things like that cuz it's marketed as cool so perfectly understandable but yeah i mean everyone makes mistakes when they first get into it like me like everyone else like cuz i mean kanye's been around for like almost two decades now um no actually like yeah like two decades yeah um and i mean kanye has always been a i, I hate kanye for for some reasons like the Yeezys and just because he's kind of like lost his mind now but like Kanye has always been like he's always been a constant in like kind of the whole like rapper fashion culture yeah he did. he's always been a constant always been a trendsetter so I have the most respect for for Yeezy but um yeah he was the guy who turned me off originally and then uh almost got me back in but failed yeah um He's the guy you love to hate, but I never exactly. He just I I was a big fan of him from the jump. I always loved him. I just I sound like a parent saying this, but I was just disappointed by you know some of the stuff he got crap for. But I never stopped being a fan with his music and his. Honestly, he probably had an influence on my fashion because he was he marketed himself as the as the rapper or the the black dude with the pink polo and the backpack. So which is a preppy look in the rap scene when all the rappers back then were gangster rappers or, you know, they rapped about the hood and things like that. You had, you know, Jay-Z and and Nas and I think it was uh, Killer Cam and all these other people. And then here's Kanye, these preppy kid, this preppy kid producing all this music for them. And then he tells them he wants to rap and they're, they're you know, laughing behind his back. But I mean, I I identified with that. I think that's why I liked it because I was... I kind of fit in with all the the this was by default kind of but with all the like uh preppy I guess I don't like using the word preppy but you know what I mean the people who with that um who have that style that's really clean cut and things like that so so I identified I didn't really identify with uh the people who grew grew up in um, unfortunate areas and things like that and communities that didn't have the same resources as, as everyone else so i didn't really identify with the with the baggier clothes and the and the what were the brands like the fubu and the uh 
Feelies and and all those other brands. So so I kind of identified more with with Kanye, and I think that's why I liked him, no matter what he was doing uh, in real life. So that was my influence. How about you? I think you mentioned something about John Mayer. Well, th- again, there's a there's a whole timeline to it. So originally, it was like it was like because like 2013 was when ASAP Rocky started getting big. And I, I still love ASAP Rocky. I loved him back then when like Peso was like really big. And, like, yeah, um, yeah. What was that other song? Peso was sick. Um, that music video was really cool too. And that's what kind of was like, oh, what are these brandies wearing? Like whatever, that looks cool. And um, the shoes were, the, were the, again, the main thing I was interested in. Um, so that kind of got me into it. But then I kind of stepped out of ASAP Rocky for like a little bit in that time period where I was like kind of out of, out of the loop in like the whole fashion thing. Um, but then... Yeah, now it's like it's like John Mayer, um, and like like John Mayer is a really big one, but he also has like really expensive taste because mm-hmm. like John Mayer has the money to like spend three grand on like a robe, and I can't. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So like it's kind of tough to like dress like him. I I would love to dress like him, but I can't can't obviously as I just said. But um, yeah, now it's like John Mayer and like. John Mayer and like I don't even like maybe ASAP Rocky. I like ASAP Rocky's put me onto a ton of cool brands that I like now. Like Domicile Tokyo is a really, really cool brand. Um Yeah. And then that's about it. And then there's I'm trying I, I yeah, I guess that's about it. I kind of like I never knew anything. I knew John Mayer was. I never knew anything about his clothes. I didn't even think it was something to pay attention to i just knew he had a really cool arm sleeve tattoo arm sleeve like i really liked because it wasn't a full arm sleeve it was like a three quarters length i don't know it stopped right past his elbow so i thought that was really cool which i guess could be considered personal style definitely accessories and tattoos and hairstyles and things like that Mm -hmm. um but definitely yeah but that i always thought his his three quarter length or whatever arm sleeve was cool but i never yeah i never paid attention to his clothes have you ever seen him play yeah, I saw him in Charlotte last or the summer before freshman year of college, so like almost two years now. But yeah, his style is insane. He likes to wear like a lot of a lot of vintage like Japanese brands, which are like super expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, Japanese denim is another big thing that I'm trying to get into, but again, it's like super expensive with like all the, you know, shipping and and just the Japanese denim is like crazy high quality, and it can last for like like twenty years, no joke. So. Okay. It's crazy. He's insane. Cool, cool. Well, it's 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 nice to actually find out some things about about our influences and about some of these celebrities and things like that, but I'll let you go ahead and close it out, bro. Uh okay, that's the episode. So thank you to Josh for talking to me about uh clothes, personal style and everything in between. Talking a lot about John Mayer and a lot about Kanye this episode. <laughs> yeah. Which was cool. Um, so thanks to him again, editor, producer, the man who gets stuff done behind the scenes, there would be no show without Josh. So can't say enough. Thank you to him. Um, and follow the podcast on Instagram at FitCheckPod. No numbers, no capital letters. It is simply just FitCheckPod. We're going to be posting, uh, fit pics from our guests and whoever wants to come on, uh, and some behind the scenes stuff. So if you're interested in that, follow the Instagram and, uh, see ya. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. Peace.
This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets and the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.